Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And I just want to... First of all, I want to give a shout out to Leanne. Um, you guys heard her on a previous episode. She co-hosted with... Um, it was me, her, and Christine. Um, she created the new Drunk Gossip logo. If you haven't seen it yet, um, when you go to Google... Or not Google. When you go to Facebook, just put in Drunk Gossip. It'll read um, Generation Gossip. I'm in the process of um, working with Facebook on changing that name. Um, but you, you'll see the new thing. And speaking of Generation Gossip, I, I kind of came to the realization that, you know, in the beginning of Generation Gossip, it was very like, boom, this is the story. And then I started, like, showing my personality a little bit more. And Drunk Gossip is kind of like... Like, uh, just a natural progression of that. So why do I bring this up? Well, basically because I was trying to make it a, like, a crossover thing, and I couldn't. Um, so if you haven't heard, the new season of American Horror Story is coming September 12th. It's um, subtitled Apocalypse. And it's going to be a crossover of Murder House and Coven, seasons one and three. And first of all, I mean, yay. And just so you guys know, I'm having Sprite with Cherry Vodka. Perfection. Um, anyways. So, well, here's what we know about the new season so far. Um... What's his name? The the dude from Assassination of Gianni Versace. Corey something. Corey Fern is going to be playing the role of Michael Langdon, who is Tate Tate Langdon and Vivian Harmon's son. Vivian, I believe, was played by Connie Britton, and I believe that they're trying to get her to do a guest star. Um, and he's the Antichrist, as revealed in the Murder House epilogue. I don't quite know how the Coven part is going to play into this, but I mean, I'm already intrigued. Like, I'm going to buy the season pass on iTunes because I'm like, mm, yes, please. And I mean, really, Ryan Murphy, he doesn't always hit it out of the park, but when he does, he does. And he hit it so far out of the park that Jessica Lange is returning to the American Horror Story fold. Now, there was no bitterness or anything. Like, she left at the end of season four um, because she got cast in Feud as Joan Crawford. And she really wanted to focus on that. Which, you know, fine. I, I understand. And Brian Murphy said at the time that um, Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon will always have a producer credit on any future season of Feud. Um, speaking of future season of Feud, they're not going forward with the Charles and Diana. And I don't think this has anything to do with the Olivia de Havilland lawsuit. I think they're really scared of the royals. Or they want 
to have the feud between Donald Trump and reality. I don't know. Um, but I was really surprised by that because it's been almost two years since feud was on and they haven't even started production on another one yet. They're still breaking down the story. So I'm like, what's going on with that? Anyway, so Jessica Lange is back. So is Kathy Bates, who, um, Kathy Bates, I believe, joined the show for Coven. Uh, um, and she's appeared sporadically. She appeared in three, four, and five. And maybe six, but she, I think she took a break for Colt. Um, because she was doing that stupid marijuana show on Netflix. And then she came back. And she's going to be one of the leads of Apocalypse along with um, Evan Peters and Sarah Paulson. Who, Sarah Paulson is probably the greatest, well, second greatest actress working at this time. Meryl Streep has greatest actress on lock. What are you thinking about all of this? Shoot me an email. And I'm going to shoot and grab some more Sprite and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. And, you know, ex-boyfriends are a pain in the ass. If they're not trying to get some ex-sex out of you, they're hitting you up for money or they're hitting you up for whatever. Like, uh, he who shall not be named has hit me up two to three different times trying to be friends after I told him I didn't want that like and I was very very explicit in telling him um when we were together I said hey look I don't do this whole friends with the ex thing it's too complicated and I don't invite the drama in he said no 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 baby you know whatever where we would never break up and if for some odd reason you broke up with me I would respect that cut to he need, he's texting me telling me he needs and wants to be single but wants to be friends no bitch I told you I don't do that and then he he contacts me several more times trying to be friends I'm like no bitch I'm not going to do it I don't change my mind it's the Erica Kane in me and unfortunately sweet angel George Michael is watching down from heaven seeing how his ex-boyfriend Foudy Fayez is acting and is is probably heartbroken because Foudy is first of all he's still living in a mansion rent free. Um and according to Crazy Days and Nights, um George and Foudy were not together at the time of George's death. And out of the goodness of his heart, George was allowing him to stay in a home while he found another place. And, I mean, if you guys don't know, I love George Michael. I, I'm i really sad that he passed. Um, but I loved him before that. Like, I would listen to, when I was writing, I would listen to a playlist with his songs. And I'm not talking like, oh, I had a couple songs on a playlist. No. It was a George Michael playlist. Um, uh, the, the, his last single, or at least the last single that I'm aware of that he released, called Amazing, 
I listen to on repeat because I just love it so much. Um, I don't love them quite as much as I love Britney, but it, it's close. Um, he was he was a hero to me for being an out and proud gay man. But anyway, so George actually, um, the residuals from Careless Whisper, um, he shares them with his ex-wham, um, co-member. Even though he wrote the song when he was 17, way before he met this dude, he shares it with, he shares a songwriting credit, that way the, the guy can always get money. And I just want you to think about that. Like, that is who George Michael was as a person. He donated money to AIDS charities, hospitals, children's charities, without us ever even knowing about it because that was so important to him. So, Fadi is very upset because he was cut out of the will. Um, only George's sisters and some staff, and uh, the bulk of it is going to charities. Um, but Fowdy and his other ex, Kenny, I always call him Kenny Gross, but I think it's actually Gauss. Uh, yeah, it is Gauss. I don't know why I always call him Gross. Um, but, so this is what Fowdy tweeted. George, I hate you. Uh, and then he says that George killed himself. He's, he says, how can I be just disappointed with someone who ended their own life? If anyone can do that to them, themselves, sick. Oh no, sorry. If anyone can do that to themselves, they can do worse things to others. It took five attempts. Your power proved to me you can make a town not react to loud noise at odd hours. Your power proved to me you could turn friends, family, and strangers into liars, cowards, and very much inhuman. And yet the mega power can't make or keep someone kind or loving. And I cannot wait to prove that to you with all my hate. First of all. The man is dead. Get the... F- Just because you're not getting anything in the goddamn well doesn't mean you need to be tarnishing his his name. You're... And here's the worst part. Fadi is actually fighting. He's taking it to court saying that he is owed money because he dated George Michael. And that's just... Oh, I just want to slap him so bad. I would throw this drink in his face, but it's too good for that. I'll be right back. And I'm back. I'm also fancy. I'm so fancy you already know. Yeah, that was a horrible segue to talk about a Azalea, but here we are. So Iggy really hasn't had a hit song since like Black Widow, I think. She might have had another one, but I haven't heard it. Um, to be fair, I, I stream music on Apple Music, so I don't really hear much. Like, I've never heard a Cardi B song. Thank God for that, I hear. Like, all these people tell me how terrible Cardi B is, and then yet, like, there's, like, three songs of hers in the top ten. So I'm like, who the fuck is listening to Cardi B if she's so terrible? And also justifies my, I only listen to streaming now. Because I can choose what I want to hear. So, Iggy Azalea is becoming more known for posting racy pictures on Instagram than she is for her music career. And to prove this, 
in order to promote her new single, Survive the Summer. Wait, let me see. Is it actually called Survive the Summer? Oh, look at me. I'm good. Uh, She posted a picture of her naked. Her breasts are covered by her hand, and there's like a weird neon green briefcase type thing covering her nether region. But, I mean, you get the point that she's not wearing any clothes. First of all, girlfriend is real thin, like, eat a cheeseburger. You know what? Come sit down with me, and we'll have a decent meal together. We'll have some pasta, we'll have some cheesecake, we'll have some vodka. Do that four or five times a week with me. Let's, let's, let's get some weight on your bones. Because you look horrible. You look like a skeleton, the Iggy. But more than that, and for those of you who are going to email me and tell me I'm body shaming, I'm not body shaming, but she's not that naturally thin. When she first started, she actually looked good. She was still thin, but you could tell like she was eating and taking care of herself. She does not look like she's taking care of herself. Um, so why is she doing all of this? Well, some investigation... Actually, just my nightly reading of Crazy Days and Nights says that her new benefactor keeps pushing her to do this. Like the first time she had to she had to have sex with him in order to get a song. So okay, you know, it's not right, but she did it. She had sex with him, and he liked it a lot. So they kept doing it, and then he was like, well, you know, now you got to do this and this and this. One of those things was, you know, take crazy pictures of yourself and send them. And he sent them to a bunch of his buddies. And uh, apparently he really liked the reaction that he got. Because then he was like, well, now you got to do this and this and this. And, like, and I just have to say, I know a lot of people say Crazy Days and Nights and got the blogs as a whole, but, but specifically Crazy Days and Nights are liars or whatever. And I have to say, like, he actually... NT Lawyer and, and his staff, if he has one for the site, actually put this all out there way before she actually started doing it. And after she started doing it, they started revealing all the blinds. So, bravo to you guys. Um, so, whoever this mysterious person is told her that like he wanted video of her pleasuring herself and so she did that and then now he's ramped it up to where like you need to be doing this you need to be doing this on instagram and it's like like justin's bieber justin bieber's single like shot to the top after those naked pictures of him were taken. So, are we a country now that will reward people for being naked? And where's my reward for being naked? Because whenever I'm at home, I don't have clothes on at all. Like, it's a struggle for me to put on sleepwear just to run to the bathroom. This is why I need to live alone. Um... But yeah, like, it's one of those weird things where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is really going on here? I don't think we'll ever know, but there is that. Um, 
So be prepared to see a lot more Naked Iggy Azalea. And let's see how this song does. Maybe it'll be another hit for her. Maybe not. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back, and it's time for our our blind item. So it comes from Blind Gossip, and it's called A Cable Company Service Call. As always, you can go to their website, blindgossip.com, and you can find this and many other blind items. Um, so it says, this young actor is one of the stars of a successful TV show geared towards a younger audience. His internet service was running slow, so he made an appointment with his cable company to come out and check it out. The source says, he said that the cable dude was young and hot, and one thing led to another, and they had sex right there in the living room. He was there for less than a half an hour. It was a one-off. Now, that's what we call blazing fast internet speed. So, the most popular guest, and this is a tradition from Generation Gossip. I'm going to tell you what the most popular guest is, and then I'm going to tell you my guest. So, the most popular guest is Grant Gustin from The Flash. And, and I can see why, because all the clues really do lead... Um, all the clues really do lead to him. So, I'm not... I'm not mad that people are guessing him. But there's one clue that... There's two clues that tell me that that's not right. The first is... Successful cable TV. The Flash is not cable. It's uh, CW, which is a quarter. It's a mini major network on broadcast. And the other is younger, a younger audience. So that makes me think it's Nico. Uh, Nico Tor Tor the dude from Younger. Um, he's been very open about his bisexuality. He, he and his wife both talked about having an open marriage. And, um, so yeah, so I, I think it would be very much something he would do. My question is, how did he fix a cable and have sex in less than a half hour? Like, you know, people will be like, well, it was two dudes, so there was no foreplay. Blowjobs are foreplay, okay? So, like, did you just blow one another? Did you... Was there penetration? Like, I want to know the full story. And yes, before anyone asks, I am definitely going to be writing a story based on this. Because... I write erotica for a living. Well, not so much anymore. Now I write all sorts of genres. But I still write erotica. And a story like this would actually sell very, very well. And it wouldn't take me any time to write and edit. Um, maybe, maybe it could be like the beginning of a, a, a love story. A serialized love story. Um... But the reason why I chose this blind, first of all, LGBTQ, so I loved it. But I want to answer that have you ever been tempted to make a move on a worker who came to your home? The answer is yes. I was, um, I was switching cable companies 
And the dude came in. He was gorgeous. Sandy blonde hair, like, footballer's build, which is just totally my type. If you don't believe me, ask anyone who knows me. Um, and I, like, I, I noticed he kept looking at me, I kept looking at him, and we ended up fooling around, and, and he, he was actually right in my typical wheelhouse, because he was very confused about his sexuality, we ended up dating, um, I, well, I shouldn't say we ended up dating, we, we went out a couple times, it was very nice, um, he and I still talk, but ultimately, I didn't want to be involved in his coming out. I wanted him to do that on his own, which he has, you know, and I've been there to support him as a friend. Um, and I, I already hear people asking, do you guys still... And the answer is, when we're both single, yes. Um... And that's a whole nother story that I'll get into in drunk dating one day. But until then, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And now for our Demi Lovato update. Yes, I'm back, by the way. Um, So there's a lot in this. It might run over our normal time. I apologize, but I just want to get it all. I wanted to do it all in one segment and not break it up. Um... So we're gonna start. Earlier we were talking about Iggy Azalea and and her showing her naked body, but she also wanted people to know that her and Demi Lovato are like totally great friends. Um, I I don't know if that's true or not. I can't see why she would lie, especially when Demi's still alive and would be like, "Bitch, we ain't friends." But here's what she um Iggy had to say about Demi. First of all, she admits that she knew that Demi wasn't sober, or that she had relapsed, before her single came out. So, Iggy says, I had known about it as a close friend, so I had really wanted for her to be the one to tell people that. And I worried a lot, as her friend, that something was going to leak, or somebody would somehow take that and use it negatively against her, or to make her seem like she's got a secret. It's not my business to say to my friend, you need to fess up. But as a friend, you worry, and you're like, oh my god, my friend, she has this thing that people can use against her, and I really want her to own it. And she did. Okay. In the span of one paragraph, I think Iggy Azalea used the word friend more times than a review of the show Friends. Like, she just kept emphasizing how her and Iggy Azalea, uh, how Demi Lovato and and her are friends. In case you didn't get it, Demi Lovato and Iggy Azalea are friends. Um, so why wasn't Iggy the one to be there for her when she overdosed? Why did her assistant have to find her and think that she was almost dead? That was a really clumsy segue, sorry. Um... Yes, it's true. So, one of the stories that came out this week was that her assistant thought that she was dead. And her assistant started screaming. Um, She started screaming, she's dead, she's dead. And a a bodyguard came and propped her up and cleared her airway so she could breathe. There was vomit and blood on her pillow. 
um, and again, people keep saying that when you administer Narcon, that happens a lot. So it's not necessarily outside the realm of possibility, but it is a little bit weird still. I mean, think about it. Um, so the, the great thing, and I say this because I, I really want Demi Lovato to be clean. Um, and, and not because, you know, I think, oh, you know, drugs are bad, but clearly this is a woman who goes overboard. Like, I can drink, if I have, if I drink today, I won't drink tomorrow. And I can go days or weeks or months without drinking. So, I can control myself if I need, not if I need to, I can just control myself. Obviously, Demi can't. Um, so yes, she does need help, and she needs to fight the disease. Um, and apparently she's going to, um, her, her team allegedly all threatened to walk away from her, and that's one of the, one of her triggers where people she cares about walks away. I don't know if it's like a daddy thing, or, um, why, why that triggers her so much, but she really does try to be the best Demi for the, those that love her and, and support her. So she agreed to go straight from the hospital to rehab, which no matter how that came about, that is a great thing and that we should all be applauding that. One of the things, um, one of the blind items that was on Crazy Days and Nights, I believe it was Thursday, um, it's alleged that she kept saying, I only have to wait 400 more days. I only have to wait 400 more days. And there was a little bit of debate about if it could be Demi Lovato. Um, not, okay, let me rephrase that. It wasn't, there wasn't a debate that it was about Demi Lovato. The debate was, did she want to join the 700 Club or was she avoiding the, se- or the 700 Club? Ooh, Jesus. The 27 Club. Or was she trying to avoid it? And the answer is... The, the correct answer is... She's trying to join it. Because she's 25. Her birthday is August 25th. So... That would put her... The, the 400 some odd days... At her 27th birthday... And it just makes me really sad that somebody is purposely trying to join the 27 Club. You know, maybe I don't like all of her songs, but Demi Lovato is a talented singer. And it, it it's really creepy that someone would want to join because none of these other people wanted to join that they their demons got to them so i i'm glad that she's going to rehab and hopefully will change her outlook on life that's going to do it for me for this um for this episode and for this weekend i'm taking tomorrow completely off um and just so you guys know i'm going to make this announcement on here 
since we're we're getting a lot of listeners. If you're a writer, um, I'm part of a group. I'm a co-founding member of a group called the Writers Club New York City. We're putting together our very first anthology. The theme is the Secret Lives of New Yorkers. If you'd like to submit, please send. Um, please send your story to the Writers Club NYC at gmail dot com. Um, submissions are open now until September thirtieth. Stories have to be between one thousand and ten thousand words. If you have any questions, feel free to email the Writers Club. Um, me or Leanne or will answer you. And until the next episode on Monday, cheers. <laughs>